You're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and we're having a chat about Christmas recollections with people back in Ireland. And I'm delighted to say I'm sitting chat with Charlie McGill. And Charlie is uh, up in County Leitrim, a Leitrim man. And, of course, my brother is there in Carrick and Shannon. And um, Charlie is one of the rock and roll kids. Um, first of all, happy Christmas, Charlie. And what I want to talk about is some of your recollections from growing up and what it was like and what, what, what stands out in your memory. Are we talking Christmas, Austin, or are we yeah, talking Christmas? Generally? We're talking Christmas. Well, you know, and, and when you're probably—I don't know whether you're the same vintage as me—but when when Christmas, when 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 I was a child, the main toys we got, believe it or not, were guns and holster sets, and cowboy hats and cowboy suits, uh, and everybody would turn up at mass. On Christmas morning, wearing cowboy suits and and, and cap guns, and your little caps on a, a little round circular thing that went in, and you, and you could bang these comes out. What I really liked about the caps was there was a lovely smell off them. It was kind of a that kind of a cardoid carboid smell when you when you hit the cap gun. But I remember the, the first Christmas I can really remember was was kind of a disappointment in that I had my dad. I was about five or six, and my dad had brought me to see Davy Crockett, the King of the Wild Frontier. Uh, and I became obsessed with Davy. I think it was Fess Parker played him in the movie. And there was a great song, Davy, Davy Crockett, the king of the wild frontier. You might remember it. But, but, uh, I wanted a Davy Crockett suit for Christmas. And, uh, I, I was waiting and I got up Christmas morning and there was the Davy Crockett suit, but there was no, uh, hat. You remember the, 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 the coonskin hat that Davy Crockett used to wear? And, uh, the, the, of course, they all got into a panic that Santa Claus had forgotten the hat. And, but they were playing a trick for me. About 12 o'clock that day, there was a knock on the door. There was people from up the road. Santa Claus left your coonskin hat here in our house by mistake. And this was, so I was disappointed and then I was elated. The whole, the picture was complete. So and Charlie, how many in the family? Myself, my brother, uh, and mum and dad, uh, and, uh, we, 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 you know, it, it was always a joyful time, of course. But as I got older, then the music of Christmas became important to me. And uh, you know, we had a lovely choir at home, and, and on Christmas Eve we always played at midnight mass. And in those days, midnight mass was at midnight. Now it is midnight mass is at ten o'clock, so you can go to the pub afterwards, you know. But uh, not that we're going to the pub this year or anywhere. But um, I remember singing in the choir, and there was my friend John Hannigan. His dad was Donald Hannigan. And he was he was a, a bass in the choir, and he'd sing through the thing, and then he would go down the town to a late night pub, and at about two o'clock in the morning, you'd hear him coming up the street. You'd hear him from about hundred yards. And that's one of my my abiding memories of Christmas to hear Donald Hannigan uh, sing. Uh, Adeste Fidelis, you know, and it, again, it, it's all about music, isn't it? Music to me is, is like food and drink, you know, music means that much to me, kind of even at Christmas time. And to this day now, I sing in the local church choir here in Drumshambo in County Leitrim. We're almost 40 years in the choir, both myself and my wife. And this year, we're just about being able to sing at midnight mass with the, with the COVID restrictions, but we're just, just about, and we have been practicing for the last about six or seven weeks to, to, after a long breakup because with COVID, the choir stopped completely. And imagine taking that out of your life. The, the, you know, the, and don't get paid for the choir. We practice on a Wednesday night. We sing on a Sunday at Mass. 
and I'm not particularly religious, but but the the singing in the choir was possibly the most important music that I that I do of all the music that I'm involved in. So that was Christmas. And Charlie, when it comes to music, of course, rock and roll kids would be what a lot of people associate you with. But do you have a big musical career under your belt? Well, I started, uh, funny, my grandson did his first um, full gig last night and he lives up in Johnstown Bridge in County Kildare. And, you know, I wasn't at it, but we, we were getting little reports on Facebook about how it was going two hours to stand up and sing for two hours. And I suppose that's what I did. I learned my trade in Bundoran. Um, every summer, uh, we would play either we, we played in all the different pubs. Um, uh, but you would go, you would start at nine o'clock and it could be two in the morning when you'd finish because the after hours part was the best part. And in those days, Austin, people got up to sing. It, you know, you had what was known as the lo- the noble call. I would ask you to sing a song and you'd get up and sing. And then you had the noble call. You could ask whoever you wanted to, to get up and sing. But you, it meant that you could have, a Frank Sinatra song followed by the Clancy Brothers song or followed by the Beatles or followed by so everybody that got up and you had to learn to back, to back them, to play them the right chords and keep them musical. And of course, if they went wrong, it was your fault, you know, and you, yeah, well, the customer's always, <laughs> the customer's always right. But generally speaking, they would start in one key and finish in about three keys, either up or below it. And, and, but it was great fun and I learned an awful lot. Bundoran was a, you know, Bundoran, and Bundoran was a vibrant spot at those days, but it closed down in September. Middle of September, there was nobody there. It just, nowadays, it's an all year round place. And, you know, see, it's, it's difficult to talk now with, with all, we have new restrictions <coughs> yesterday, um, that pubs have to close at eight o'clock. Can you imagine in, in Ireland, the pub closes at eight o'clock? I have to say, Terry, like I remember Bundoran, there was a pub across the road from the, the cop station, the one up Church Road, or there was. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but I know that at closing time the shutters came down or the blinds were pulled yeah. down. And I remember one night in there and there was something going on, there was music going on. Um, and next thing, the radio from across the road in the police station, somehow or other, was picked up and carried through the PA system. <laughs> that was a regular occurrence. I don't. I think it was must was something to do with uh, in those days. The amps were all valve amplifiers, right. and they picked up they picked up signals like radios. Uh, your, your radio had valves in it as well, and they picked up the radio station. I also worked. You might remember uh, in the Olympic amusements. Do you know the yeah. Olympic amusements there across the road. Uh, I worked there for two summers um, and um, working with the slot machines. I worked in the, in the shooting gallery and in the bingo room. And uh, again, it was a great experience. To, to, you know, it was great to work there. Um, and funny, a, a poor woman that died, you might remember, uh, was Sean Gallagher singing. Uh, with a, he, he was a singer, Sean Gallagher, and um, the Quarrymen was the name of his band from Bundoran. Lovely, lovely man. But his lovely wife Mary died early, earlier this week, and Mary, when I was working in the in the amusements arcade, Mary was the most beautiful woman. I think every man in the in the town was in love with her. She was so beautiful, and Sean married her, and they've been they were married right up to the end. But one night in the in the shooting gallery, a fellow that was working in the shooting gallery that night shot her, believe it or not, with a with a pellet gun that went up to her thing, and it was the talk of the town. Like something like that would be the talk of the town in Pondoran for weeks afterwards. Luckily, she was fine. But the poor fellow that was working in the in the shooting gallery lost his job. <laughs> that was the end of him. 
But Bundoran, you know, I, 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 I'm from Ballyshannon, but Bundoran was where we spent most of our teenage years out there and, and meeting girls and going to the story ballroom and listening to all the show bands and stuff. We even played in the ballroom. We used to, we used to, be, we used to be called a relief band. And somebody said, mainly because it was a relief when we finished. <laughs> but that was Bundoran. Yeah. We've gone off Christmas a bit now. No, we haven't, we haven't because it was all party and wet, but we have. But coming back to Christmas now, you mentioned you have a, your grandson doing a gig. So now you've, and I can see the tree there is all decorated. What's Christmas? Oh yeah. Like? Aside from COVID, what's Christmas like now? And so, well, I, and I'm asking in a way to go back two years because the last two years there's been no Christmas this year and last year. Very lucky. My my my, my daughter, both my daughters live. My daughter lives in in Kildare, and she has three wonderful children. And my other daughter lives in in Kira. She lives in Temple Ogan in Dublin. And we're like the, we're we're like the travellers. We we go to Christmas Christmas Day with Tara in Johnson Bridge, and then we go Stevens' Day to Kira. But Tara's house is full of music because all Tara teaches piano. She's a piano teacher and, and, uh, her kids all play violins and guitars and pianos and every kind of thing. So it's a fantastic place to go to. But as I said, my, my grandson Park did his, did his first gig last night and I've been dying to talk to him, but he's still in the bed because the teenagers are like, but, um, but it's a musical house. Then the other house then is a sports house because my wife's people, my wife's father was Red Jack Galler, who played for Donegal and played for Ulster in the, in the, in the, and the, the, the other family have inherited the sports gene and they're all into football and camogie and hurling. Mind you, the others are as well, but I, I think the big blessing in my life this, for the last 17 years has been the grandchildren. They're the, they're the things that are most important to me and we have great fun with them, you know, and so lucky to be able to, be on the same level with Porrick that the, both of us can sit down and play guitars and talk about guitar stuff and song stuff and all that kind of, and he's writing his own songs and all kinds of stuff. So it's, it, you know, uh, Christmas will be all about that, all about family, you know, and we were able to do that all, all through the, all through the COVID, at least we were able to get together. You know, there was one long six month period where we didn't see them. It was the longest six months of my life, which was just awful not to be with them. I know everything. I've given my grand two grandsons guitars and the hope that again that they'll it'll entice them into music gradually. Because uh, yeah, you know actually when you and I were talking before we started, we talked about Paddy Keenan and we're sharing it. We we've heard from Paddy today here on the show, and you know what Paddy said to me and it's in the interview. It says that his father had said to him, you know, I can't give you much, but if I can give you music, you'll never go hungry. Yes, Austin, and and giving you music is you can either you need a gift to be able to listen to music as well as to play it. You know, I always find um, if you can if you can play in a noisy pub and reach one person that 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 hears it and enjoys it, that's what it's all about. You know, the great thing about my grandkids is that they're playing and they can appreciate what goes into making music. Right. And I'd say Paddy Keenan would have been the same. He would have been possibly taught by somebody in Ballyferm. Um, trying kind of think of a piper in, in Ballyferm, but he probably would have started on the tin whistle and, and, and well, moved did, on up from yeah, that. Yeah, he did. He said he was busking outside um, the GPO with his brother. The brother playing the, yeah. the fiddle and Paddy on the whistle. And his yeah. father, of course, was a piper. Paddy's father was yeah. Yeah. Well, then he inherited. That's the meaning of the word tradition. Is all that it's handed down from father to son. And uh, there was no music in my house. 
funny when I was growing up. Uh, my father loved Jim Reeves, and that was about as as far as the music went. But I think, um, I think when I when I heard people like the Shadows playing guitars and Dwayne Eddy, and the, that would be my era of guitars. I, I knew I had to get a guitar. You know, I just loved the sound of the of the guitar. And uh, my, my dad eventually bought me one for Christmas. Now that I think about it, that would have been a really big Christmas as well. I was 12 and he bought me a guitar and, and that started me on a journey that I still, I still am like a big child as far as guitars are concerned. You know, I just can think of it, nothing else. I even have it here uh, beside me here, just in case. Well, you know, Charlie, we're going to wrap up because time is always an issue and you're going to pick up yes. the guitar there and share a little song with us. But I want yeah. to go back because you said you are, uh, you're working on your life story in a book and I want to come back sometime in when a uh, more appropriate time and spend more time with you to talk about that. Cause I, I love that. I love that. Because we don't have enough time here to cover a life. We only Yeah, but... But I will say, and I would say to you, Austin, because just talking to you before we came on air, um, you have read a, you have led a very interesting life as well, you know. And I think like anybody who has any remote notion of writing a book, go and do it because it's the most rewarding experience. Because when you're when you're forced to remember things, you know, because I have to remember what happened in 1954, 1955, what happened, and and. One one memory triggers another memory, and it goes off on tangents. And it's the most enjoyable experience uh, to remember. And you know, we as a generation, we've been blessed. We've never had to to, to suffer war, famine. uh, You know, and and people here complain about the COVID nineteen, and I turn around and say, well, now you really have no need to complain because there are people sitting on the border of Belarus uh, with their families in the cold winter. Uh, and they don't know what's going to happen today or tomorrow, and they've got their children. Imagine trying to explain to your children, sorry, there's no Santa Claus this year, you know. Uh, so we have no reason. We've had, we've, we've read, led charmed lives, yeah. thankfully. What are you going to sing for us? I should look at it, it is Christmas. It is. And, and we, we, we do a Christmas song, you know. We do a Christmas song. Well, the weather outside is frightful. And the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. It's showing all signs of stopping. And I've got some corn for popping. Let's turn the lights right down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I'm dreaming of a white well, just like the ones we used to know, where the treetops glisten and children listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every Christmas card I write. May your days be merry and bright, and may all your Christmases be white. Charlie McGettigan, thanks very much indeed. It's been an honour. Thanks, Austin. Been grateful.